what's going on everybody we are back and mike is back from the depths of hell out of prison back in his hallmark fucking house what's up mike what is going on this is a beautiful thing you know (laughs) it's nice to live somewhere where the walls aren't made of cinder blocks you know it is and the the wi-fi isn't fucking four megabytes a second Mm mm-hmm piece mm-hmm. of shit they got up to five we got up to points. five anyways we got a huge show a huge show for you guys tonight five guests count them five all fighting at bkfc 23 in wichita kansas mike and i will be there live in person cannot wait for that one make sure you're like sharing and subscribing this shit and let's go ahead and bring in our first guest of the evening he is the man straight out of new york hit our boy tony loco soro What's happening? Good, my brothers. What is up? Oh, man. It's good to see you, Tony. Let me make you big. People need to see you big on the screen. There you are. Hey, hey, what's up, man? It feels good to be back, man. I miss you, motherfuckers. Yeah, well, we're going to see you soon. We miss you. See you in action. I cannot fucking wait, man. How are you? I mean, we see you on social media. You're very active on social media. (laughs) For a guy that works, uh, you know, a full-time job as a corrections officer and busts his ass to be a pro fighter. You still stay up, stay up on your social media. So kudos to you on that. You look great, man. How you feeling? Man, I feel outstanding. I feel probably the best I've ever had, especially leading up to this fight. Like this has been a remarkable camp. Um, I have no complaints. I have no excuses. I'm going into this fight with uh, the highest of confidences, man. I feel amazing, bro. <clears throat> And uh, this one will be at 155 for everyone that's paying attention. He fought 165 in the last one, making his way down to what I'm going to assume is more your natural weight class. Yeah, basically, you know, when I'm not being a fat fuck on offseason, I'm just eating everything (laughs) in front of me. You know, I don't got to really worry about cutting weight. I naturally walk around between 170, 175. Um, But uh, when I heard the opportunity for a fight in BKFC, I was not going to shy away i was like fuck that let's go who what where and where are we doing this at and uh they said josh sykes 165 i was like let's get it and you visibly seen that motherfucker was pretty tall guy too how are they similar in stature are they is is moffat taller shorter uh moffat i believe is about an inch shorter inch or two he's got a 0.5 uh shorter reach than uh sykes but i'm training with fucking dudes who are like six two six three i got you know billy jack cups wingspan is longer i'm training with truck and carson you guys know truck and carson how can you forget oh yeah you know he's got a big wing fucking span so i'm training with guys who are implicated in this dude's height and his reach and his awkwardness and i mean this shit it's 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 just coming down baby I'm, i'm ready man i'm sorry i can't keep saying it enough I'm fucking ready to eat this motherfucker like spaghetti, bro. It's going down. Mom spaghetti. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> Vomit on his sweater already. Mom whoa, whoa, spaghetti. Leave her out of this. <laughs> she can't cook. We're so, going to the aunt's so you, house. You got your feet wet, and now you're more ready than ever, right? Ready than ever before. Oh, that's a fact. That's a you fact. Feel it. That's a fact, and that's the thing about it. That's the thing about it. I wasn't hungry the last time, and I said that shit in the meeting, and they and they even said it when I was walking out. Soto was very candid about how Joshua Sykes is going to be the more hungrier fighter because he was. I'm not. I didn't need that. I'm doing it because I want to and I enjoy it. This is not going to be something that I said. I'm like, oh, I need this. I have a career, but 
after watching my last fight, I was like, yo, you belong there, bro. That's your fucking place, dog. You were put on a place for this. And I want to make my performance on this next fight look nothing but fucking spectacular. So I am so hungry right now, bro. You don't even know. It's, it's at a whole nother level. You know what's wild is, is like how much the fans of this sport fall in love with, with, with it when they see it. But also what you are saying right now, the fighters who get a taste of this sport, they, they go in like Chad Mendes said, this, it could have been a one-off thing. Now he wants to get back in there. Um, Mike Perry, Mike Perry's like, I want to get right back in there. These are guys that a lot of people in the industry were like, yeah, once they get a taste of it, they'll make their mind up. And they all <clears> seem to fucking fall in love with it, including yourself, Mike Richmond, guys that like just really, mm-hmm. really took to the sport, man. It's just a different feeling, man. It's like, you know, you, all of us been in fights, you know what I'm saying? All, all the, you got all these veterans and all these other combat sport fighters, you know, everybody's got a piece of different fighting. But when you get into bare knuckle, it's like a whole different perspective of fighting. It's like it takes everything you know about fighting and, and, and it just changes, you know, everybody acts like they know. How to you know how it feels to get hit until you get hit with a bare knuckle? But fuck getting hit when you're throwing shots. You start realizing I can't throw as hard as I really want. That shit ain't gonna happen. You know you're gonna hurt your hands more than you might even hurt your fucking opponent. A motherfucker like me with a hard head like this, bro, you're gonna break <laughs> your fucking hand on it. You know, you know. I, like I said, I've said in our previous meetings a long time ago. I said, who the fuck's gonna hit me harder than I've hit myself? You know, I've. Hit the concrete. You guys have seen my skate videos. I fucking fell off that skateboard more oh, times yeah. than anything. You know, I've. who's going to do that? Moffat? He's not going to fucking hit me that hard. But he, and that's another thing I want to bring up. That motherfucker didn't even get hit in his last fight. So he doesn't even know what it feels like to taste these hit. fucking knuckles, bro. I wanted to ask you about that. His last fight. Did you, did you watch it? I'm sure you've watched it plenty of times. You've analyzed it. What do you see when you look at Sean Moffat? And uh, like, do you see this fight going the distance? Do you see it going one, two, three? How do you see this fight going? I'm going to put it out there. I'll keep it 100%. You know what I'm saying? All I've done is keep it 100%. I personally feel like I want to end it in the second round. I want it to be over with. Um, but I'm not going to go ahead and tell you that I'm not going to go out to kill or be killed because this fight is not reaching a fifth round. This fight is not going to the judges. Either I'm finishing him or he's finishing me. One of us or going the fuck down, bro. That's the mindset is to kill. So either kill or be killed, baby. Holy shit. I love it. Bro, (laughs) you've never seen me this serious. You guys have never seen me this serious, bro. I nope. feel like you're really <laughs> fired up. You're usually, I mean, you're always a, a, a wild guy in terms of like your attitude and, and, yeah. and your your social media, but you're never amped up quite like this. I feel like bro. you're very uh, bro, held back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you sound like you are in it to win it right now. If you win this fight and you go. When I win this fight. When you win this, when you win this fight. Get it right, you Mike, you fucking stunad. 2-0, and oh, right? Yeah. What is next for you? Do you see a top five fight here coming up? Um, or is there another person in mind that you're thinking of? Me not personally, that you're looking through. I know the whole cliche, like I'm not looking through the person thing, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got an I idea. Really, I, really, I really don't give a fuck. You know, like real talk. I don't care. They could throw, they could throw whoever they want at me. I'm not going to fucking be like, oh, I don't want to fight that guy. But there's, there's a name I want and there's also a challenge I want to do. 
You know, I like Ooh. challenging myself. Challenging myself, I think, has been one of the biggest things as as a man and as a human being that I've done my whole life. I've I've loved to to give myself another challenge to grow as a person. And I possibly would want to go to 145 and fight Chelbeck. I think that'd be an Ooh. awesome challenge. That, that sounds like a great surprises fight. me. I didn't know you were going there, dude. That's awesome. I love that. And okay. I think I watch him. I respect him. I think he's a great fighter. He's got a great fight IQ. I think me and him going out there would fuck each other up. And I think that's a good fight. I also feel <laughs> like at 155, if I was, I'm going to stay there too. But like I said, it might be a challenge to go down to 145. And I like challenges. But as far as the 155 division, somebody who, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I could say it, but I want to say it, but I'm still going to say it because, you know, it is what it is. Um, there was a piece of paper waiting to be signed a long time ago and a motherfucker didn't want to sign the paper. Some some Shaolin fucking dude who hypnotizes people. I forgot his fucking name. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. He fought a... Uh, Fake black belts. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Luch Medial. Yeah, yeah, I want to fight Lunch Medial, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> you know, that guy... I was yeah he he lost to uh, Eddie Eddie Hoke Eddie Hoke, down yeah. in, uh, he's been he's been he's been screaming for a fight and asking for a fight the fight was right there the fight you know, was right there he, really he, they they offered you that fight and you were you agreed to it and he didn't want to do it or what I was waiting for the I was waiting for the piece of paper to be signed that would be you an know, interesting like, fight because you're you're an action fighter you're you're a you're a more technical um, type boxer than he is he's got this weird shit where he like throws his hands straight up he does fucking like you said he, he does, does the ymca i'm like what the fuck <laughs> yeah. are you doing bro so that would be an interesting fight i thought you would have said um dude if they're gonna if they're gonna give chad mendez a guy like fames i mean i feel like you at two and oh could ask for a chad mendez fight and now imagine what that would do for your career you know you, you got chad chad and me man that, that listen man what a blessing that would be bro what a blessing right. that would be what I mean, they, they man, I seen, I seen so many holes in that motherfucker's game in this fight, bro. Like all he does is back up, back up, explode, explode, back up, back. Man, he never got touched in the body, bro. He never got touched in the body. His gas tank ain't gonna be there. All that juice, all that juice you fucking putting in your fucking ass or whatever, bro. That shit is gonna, it ain't gonna last, bro. <laughs> we eating clean and organic on my side, bro. <laughs> he is right. That's the that's the horse meat. That's that Canelo horse meat. Jesus Christ. But real talk, you know, whoever whoever Nate gives me, I'm gonna sign. I don't right. care. I'm I'm not I'm not here to to make those decisions as far as oh oh I, I wanna fight this one, I wanna fight this. You guys tell me who you want me to put a show on with, and I'm gonna put the show on with for the fans and that's it. That's all that's all it needs to be. It's for the fans. At this point in my life, I'm doing it for the people who are supporting me and those those fans. And of course, my family, man. That's that's a fact. The family is the biggest thing, and I'm just here to fight, guys. I'm telling you, Tony. Like you got a, you got the the charisma and the attitude. I mean, you got the drive in this fight, like like we haven't seen before. If you guys aren't fans of Tony Soto, then you're fucking stunads. That's what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, you fucking. You're not allowed to eat at Casa. What's the uh, restaurant? Casa Azul, bro. Azul, yes. Azul. I got the after party already set up. The confidence is through the roof. I mean, I feel like like if you went to Dragon Ball Z and you landed on my planet and you read up my fucking energy levels, bro. My shit is through the roof, bro. Your shit, your glass is breaking, bro. 
That's awesome, man. You got you got a fight coming up. It's uh, April eighth, right? Am I t- am I getting? Yes, the- sir. April eighth. My, day, my days are all fucked up. We will be there with you. Um, we will be April eighth on the app, BKTV app. You get it on the app. You get a referral code from Tony. You probably got one, right? You got it in your. You got it. Yeah, referral- I posted it. It's on my Instagram. It's on the top of my bio. Um, I'm also going to be doing a, another post tomorrow and next weekend. So, guys. Uh, guys, gals, they, them, and all those other people out there. Um, all I have to say is <laughs> um, stop fucking asking me where I'm fighting. Stop fucking asking me where to watch it. Download the BK TV app. I'm fighting April 8th in Wichita, Kansas. Stop asking me. Sean Moffat. It's going down. You had um Sean Meth Mouth Moffat. And if you're watching this, <laughs> Sean, nothing against you, pal. We, I was making some jokes online. We were joking around. But once you fucking put a post and called me a clown, bro, that's when the switch got hit because I ain't no motherfucking clown, bro. And you're going to find out why so serious, big homie. <laughs> oh, my well, God. Well, well. find out. I love it. I love it. Hey, one more thing before we, uh, we're going to do something with you before we you leave. Um, The open scoring. is. Are you interested in that? Have, have you ever fought in a, in a place where they have open scoring during your fight? Did you even know about that? The fuck is that? Open scoring, like in between rounds, you're gonna know exactly how the judges round. Uh, yep. It, I guess it doesn't matter if it's gonna end in the second, but <laughs> it, but it's it the it, only thing that does that, it. That's a that's a little uh, little ca- a little caveat to this trip out to Kansas. They have open scoring in the state of Kansas, so bro. like in between. And then rounds, after we're gonna do karaoke and open mic. I don't give a fuck, bro. Let's go have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna yeah, sing. Gonna uh, right said Fred, I'm too sexy on karaoke. <laughs> yep, it's gonna be wonderful. Oh man! You know what I'm gonna sing? What are you gonna sing? Sweet dreams are made of these. Who (laughs) (laughs) are you gonna sing? The uh, is it the Eurythmics or are you gonna sing the Marilyn Manson version? Ooh, good question. Oh, that's a good one too. That's a good one. I'm gonna hopefully we're not on preliminaries because I got a good song. I got a good song I want to come out to. I don't know where we are on the card, but Tony, you know, I see a lot of zero and ones and ones and zeros, but me and him are still undefeated. So hopefully we're on one of the one of the main card fights, so that'd be pretty cool. Let me tell you something right now. If we go out after this uh, after this fight and there's a karaoke anywhere, you're singing that, we're putting it on camera and we're posting it on the fucking page. For <laughs> sure. Oh, oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure, bro. Bro, I'm a good sport, bro. You know that. Come on, man. All right. I'll yo. do fucking goodbye, horses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Tony Loco Soto. Everybody, his his sponsors are at the bottom. It is March Madness time. We're going to do a quick final four bracket with the man himself, the gangster out of Brooklyn, New York. Here we go. March Madness bracket, gangster movies. Final four. Here we go. Goodfellas versus Departed. Who you got? Goodfellas all day long. One of the top fucking movies of my entire life. Here you go, Mike. The Godfather or a Bronx Tale. You got to go with the Bronx Tales. Fucking collegial. What are you going to do? Ooh, okay, so you got Goodfellas versus a Bronx Tale. Who wins it? Who takes home the March Madness Gangster Movie Championship? Fuck. That's a rough one. <laughs> oh, man. Gotcha. I got to stay with Goodfellas, here. bro. Goodfellas? I can't waste all these towels. You wasted all these fucking towels on him? What are you, stupid? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> and when Paulie, What's the when matter Paulie's with like, you? you what, you want me to whack him? And he goes, he goes... And he looks at him. He's like, I can't do. It. What are you? I, I don't know nothing about movie. the restaurant business. 
Henry, what, what, I don't know nothing about the restaurant business. What are you insulting me? What am I a clown? Do I amuse you? He goes, Paul, Paul, you know, nah, nah, he's a grown man. He can handle his own. He goes, oh he said, I fucking hate you. That's one of the best. <laughs> All right, man. Well, everybody, this is Tony Loco Soto. He is the man. He's fighting Sean Moffitt. April 8th, Wichita, Kansas. Say a few last things and we'll let you get out of here. We'll get on to uh, just the uh, You already put up my sponsors. It ain't nothing to shout out except I love all the love and support. Everybody in this community has been there for me. And um, mo first and foremost, all my correction officers, thank you for having my back. I appreciate you guys. You guys really are the MVP this time coming around. You know, a lot of support. This is the most support I've felt between any camps or any fight. And I want to give a humongous shout out to Chase Gamble, my head coach, who's fighting this weekend. And, you know, Truck and Carson, Billy Jap Cup. I'm giving shout outs to everybody who's really been by my side through thick and thin, man. Big old Jimmo squad. Shout out to them. And everybody, listen, I promise you guys, win, lose, draw, we'll be going to win. But listen, this is going to be an amazing fight. I'm coming to his hometown to take his crown. I love you all. There you go. Tony Locoso. We will Thanks, see Tony. you soon, sir. Boom! Oh, look, you cut his ass off. I cut his ass right off. Sorry, Tone. Peace out. All right, man. That's our guy. That's our guy, Tony. We have a good time with him every time we see him. He's a fucking maniac, as you guys could see. You can hear straight out of Brooklyn. The only Puerto Rican with an Italian Brooklyn accent that I know. <laughs> I don't know about you, Mike, but maybe maybe Mike knows another one. I know some. I know some. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Up next on the docket, we got another fighter on that BKFC 23 card. She will be one half of the only female fight on the card that night. Her name is Jessica Link. Here she is. Hey, what's Hi. up? How are you? What up? I was good. My cat left me alone literally until you pulled me on. You oh. made it home. <laughs> yeah. Traffic wasn't bad. So I left the gym with plenty of time <laughs> to get home, do everything I needed to do. 10 minutes after I left the gym, I got a text. Hey, you said 630, right? I'm here. I had a client that I forgot about. Oh. So I had to go back. Well, look at you just That's trying to keep your life together. Two weeks no, out. From <laughs> I'm trying, but that doesn't mean it's working. Oh, man. Well, here we are. You're going to about to make your second trip to the BKFC squared circle in your uh, would, is Wichita your hometown or is it just like near yeah. for you? Yeah, I live here. You live in Wichita. Yep. That's nice. You got you to love, you you love uh, fighting at home, right? Yeah. Yeah. I live maybe 15 minutes from the venue. Oh, so it's beautiful. yeah. Look at you. BKFC must love your ass. They don't have to get you a hotel room or a flight or any of that shit. Second time. <laughs> Second time. So you, how excited are you now? You made your debut in Kansas the last time. Uh, you went to war with Sagala. It was an unbelievable fight. It went to the decision. The decision didn't go your way. A lot of people had mixed thoughts on that. But, you know, you don't win them all. But you right. got a good taste of the bare knuckle sport. Definitely. Tell us, how were you feeling after that fight? And how, how, great, is, how great are you feeling heading into your second time out there? Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Like my coach told me to like shut the fuck up in my corner after the first round. Because after the first round, I went back and I was like just hopping up and down. I was like, holy shit, I love it. He's like, shut the fuck up and sit down. Um, no, I loved it. It was great. Um, I don't obviously the this this words, the split decision went to her. Um, but I didn't walk away feeling like I lost. It was my debut. 
it was my pro debut against someone. I think she'd already had like seven pro MMA fights or seven pro fights total, something like that. So she had a lot more experience than I did. And for me to go out and, you know, I gave her a run for her money. I mean, she walked away with a ton of damage. I didn't. I mean, it just, you know, the score went the way it did. That's fine. I don't want to take anything away from her because she was a great opponent. Um, so I left feeling good. I mean, I lost, but it didn't feel like a loss. I felt really good about that fight. Granted, I turned around and went to Biloxi on uh, Jorge Masvidal's card and went and did game bread. Not a grappler. And that was evident about uh, four minutes into the first round. <laughs> Not a grappler. It was all bad. Well, Monica Medina is a jujitsu player, man. She's right. a fuck. That's her shit. Man. Right. Well, I talked to her after the fight because we were watching all of her videos and uh, she was slow. She was methodical. She read her opponent during the first round and every fight of hers we watched. That's what she did. That's not what she did with me. She came <laughs> out and aggressively went for the takedown. And I asked her afterwards, you know, we talked. She was super nice. Um, like she was fantastic to talk to. Um, I asked her, I was like, what what was that? Because we were not ready for that at all. And she goes, I watched your BKFC fight. And I know I couldn't stand up with you. And so that was their whole thing was on the ground. And once she got me there, I got stuck. And, you know, that's not my first time I've gotten stuck there. My coach was in the corner probably just telling me, you know, whatever, we're done. Uh, it wasn't my first time for that. But that was a loss. I know I lost. I did awful. I felt like shit afterwards. I looked like shit afterwards. But, you know, that BKFC fight, it, I didn't take it as a loss. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a zero on my record. But... I felt like that was a successful fight for me being my debut and my pro debut. So do you prefer then uh, BKFC to oh, yeah. game bread? Oh yeah. Knuckle MMA? I, I started in a Muay Thai gym and I've been doing jujitsu the whole time. Um, I, I, I do jujitsu. I mean, I'm a blue belt in jujitsu, but I say that very loosely um, because for every kickboxing or Muay Thai fight that I've had, I stopped training jujitsu because my jujitsu coach even has been of the mindset, hey, if you've got a kickboxing fight coming up, why are you up here? Go hit the bat. Hmm. So last year I took six fights. Only two of those fights were MMA. So, I mean, six fights in a year. I was in fight camp constantly. Not much of that was in jujitsu. So I don't dislike doing it. I just uh, have not spent near as much time honing that skill in as I have my stand-up. We got a lot of a, a lot of familiar faces on this card as well. Like with you, you, Isaac, Rickles, um, yep. Moffitt, these guys were all on the last card out there. It's almost like you guys are running the same card out there, just all new new opponents, right? So there's only I mean, there's there's a few gyms here in Wichita. There, there's um maybe three major fight gyms here in the city, and we all kind of cross-train with each other. Um most of us all at one point or another kind of trained under the same person, whether it was 10 plus years ago within recent years, but we all kind of know each other. So we all train together. Um, I shared a photo on my Instagram just the other day. It was on Sunday. I mean, over half the people on the card from Wichita, we were all in that photo, whether we train at the same gym or not. I mean, we help each other, we train each other. Um, so, and there's only, so many of us here. Wichita is not a big city. So when we do get a card here, you're probably going to see a lot of the same faces because there's just not a ton of us here. Well, as long as there's a couple karaoke bars, that's all we need. Hey, yeah. there's one just south of the venue, like 
two and a half miles. Um, shout out to Biff, you guys. It's called The Stop. And it is like the most dive bar, hole in the wall karaoke place you'll ever find. And it's awesome. Oh, it's perfect for Tony. Yeah. See, while we were talking to Tony, Jessica was in the comments here, in the private comments. She said, I got you all on karaoke. Do you yeah. sing karaoke regularly? Uh, I used to. I don't really go to the bar anymore. That kind of came along with this lifestyle. I don't really go out. Um, but if I had to pick a bar to go to, that would be it. Okay. All right. Well, there might be a battle happening. You do have a fight coming out. And we just went, you know, several minutes without even bringing up the fact that you have an opponent. So right. let's <laughs> let's talk about that for a minute. You're fighting Crystal Pittman, the rugged beauty. She's coming on the show in a couple in half an hour from now. Uh, what are your thoughts on her? She's got two fights in the BKFC. Um, the first one was a doctor stop, and the second one was another war. What do you think about Crystal? Um, I really have not seen enough from her to form like a solid opinion. She's just so new to fighting. I mean, she had those two fights in BKFC, and from what I heard, I, I didn't watch it, I didn't see it for myself. Before that, she only had one amateur kickboxing fight. Is that do you guys know yeah. if that's right? Yeah. Yep. My okay, <laughs> so there's not a lot to know. It's she's still a new and developing fighter. Um, so I feel like I it's not fair to you know give an assessment, but that shows it shows in her fighting that she is newer, and that's not a bad thing at all. Um, that's actually kind of scary for me because um it's just like being in the gym training, especially when I'm in a fight camp. I don't spar with the new people because they do weird stuff or just unorthodox things that are not normal. And that's kind of how people get hurt. So that that's actually kind of a scary aspect. Someone who doesn't have a ton of experience, you know, is it going to be something weird? And am I going to know what to do with it? You know, what's yeah. funny is uh, uh, when I was watching UFC recently, Roxanne Monteferi, it was her final fight. And yes. Michael Bisping was comparing her fight style. And he was like, I'm not trying to talk shit about her fight style. But what I'm trying to say is she kind of fights in a way where you're fighting a new person and that's basically right. what he said like she's like you don't know where she's coming from right. very it's unorthodox like weird things are happening yep. and he's like she's doing it on purpose obviously but right you know that's what he was he was right. saying and basically I, and I really i don't know how long before that you know that kickboxing fight i really don't even know how long she'd been training like i have zero information i really haven't gone looking for it either i'm sure i could have found some things out um but on my end, that's not really changed what we're doing. I mean, obviously, we, we've watched her two BKFC fights. We've seen, you know, okay, this is kind of what's going on. So this is there's some things we need to do to deal with that. But outside of that, um, it's mostly just been muscle memory and working with my coach just over and over and over. And that's how my last camp went. Um, this For these two fights, I've done camp with a new coach. Um, he's fantastic. And his philosophy really is, I don't care who your opponent is. We'll use it to figure out, you know, a baseline. But other than that, we don't care. Uh, so you're just going to have a set game plan yeah. and it really doesn't matter who the human is in front of you. Right. Like just the general movements of what we've seen from her that set our baseline. And then outside of that, you know, his philosophy is, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with her. It has everything to do with me. And if I'm going to go out and do what I'm supposed to do. So the, the first time, like, I don't know, I wouldn't say jitters but like giddiness like you were like you were so fucking happy to be in there last time right. you will you will have shaken them out this time and you will be settled in and and ready to be a consummate pro in the bare knuckle world this time right 
Um, I feel like it'll be a little bit better. It, it wasn't so much like all my nerves kind of go away once I get, you know, once the cage door closes or once I'm in the ring, I'm not really nervous anymore at that point. Um, but for, for the last BKFC, it was, you know, I didn't know what it was going to be. You can't practice getting punched in the face with a bare fist, you know, like um, Isaac and I will do sparring without gloves on. We're going light, we're touching, we're looking for holes, we're finding the soft spots, but we're not actually punching each other in the face. Right. So you can't really prepare for that. Uh, so that was really, I was like, what is this going to be like? Um, but outside of that, that was about it. Jessica fools you. She has the school teacher look going, but she beat your ass. <laughs> Good call. Uh, I mean, you could go headbutt a fucking goat in Puerto Rico to train your forehead for getting punched in the face. Right? I saw that video today. Actually, I was looking at that video right before I got on the computer today. That's a big ass goat, right? I would be afraid of just like it crushing my neck. Yo, Poncho is a huge goat. And, if anybody yeah, hasn't seen that, for sure. go out and check it out. Lorenzo Hunt um, having a, a Ram contest against Poncho, the the uh, BK goat down there. Um, yeah, we're really excited to see you back in the uh, squared circle. I could tell that you're you are prepared. You're excited to get back in there. Um, before we let you go and move on to Mr. Captain Deadpool, um, we're going to throw your sponsors up here, and you're going to determine who the greatest movie dog is of all time oh, oh okay i know you're an animal person I thought you were gonna ask me sports questions and i no, 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 no. sports like i don't know no no nope. i i know you're an animal person and okay. uh number one beethoven versus hooch uh mm, hooch yes dude I'm hooch. So glad you said that. i used to have a mastiff lassie versus scooby-doo scooby-doo Fuck Lassie. And okay, so that puts Hooch versus Scooby Doo. Who wins the greatest movie dog of all time? Oh, Hooch. Come on. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Jessica Link, Turner and Hooch is one of the greatest movies of all time as a kid, at least. Um, I'm going to give you an opportunity to shout some people out, say a few things, thank some people, and maybe if you want to give us a, a uh, prediction on the fight, go ahead. Um, so first and foremost, my coach, um, he does not, uh, his gym is private it is invite only. And he took me in for the last fight camp and he took me in for this one. He is fantastic. Ross purity. You are awesome. Thank you. Um, bad intentions boxing. They have welcomed me and they're awesome. Um, best sponsor of the forever goes to Annie Spence though, with unbreakable, uh, unbreakable strength co. I just got a pair of squat shoes in the mail today from her. They're expensive. I was never going to buy a pair. Um, I had surgery right before the last BKFC. Like, I didn't tell anyone that. Like, right before it on my ankle, I can't squat anymore. My ankle's screwed up. I can squat now because she got me some squat shoes. So, Annie, you are awesome. You Were were you wearing them in the video you posted on Instagram? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are, yeah. I was wondering what the hell those shoes were. Those yeah, are squat, they're squat shoes. shoes. They're, they're okay. made specifically to, uh, so you don't have to have dorsiflexion in your ankle to be able to get the range of motion for your squat. Shut up. Very cool. Very cool. Stop that now. Is that is that hooch? Uh, that's that's my Sharpay and my German Shepherd being dickheads. <laughs> All right. So, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to say? Give us uh, predictions. No, I, I think they're telling me I'm done. All <laughs> right. Well, thank you very much. Um, do you have a referral uh, code? A referral yep. If you go to my uh, Instagram, it's uh, it's really stupid. Just look at my name; you'll find me. Um, it's in my bio. Got the link there. So, anyone who can't make it to the show, 
click it, get the pay-per-view, $4.99 a month. Or if you're in Wichita, get with me. Don't get with Rickles. Rickles sucks. No, not really. I'm just kidding. Get with me for tickets. He doesn't need the ticket money. I do. All right. Boom. Thank you very much for coming on. Mike, you got anything else for Jessica? No, thank you so much for coming on. We will be there live to see you fight. Looking forward awesome. to it. All right. All thank right. you. See ya. Bye-bye. All right. Jessica Link, she's ready for the rugged beauty. Sounds like a good time. Yep. Um, she's awesome, and she's going to bring us to a, a, a dive bar karaoke place, so we're going to get Tony to sing. What yep. the hell was he going to sing? He said he was going to sing like Wild Horses, I think. <laughs> okay. Before we bring on Captain Deadpool, I want to give away. I got some cool new stickers. Check these out. We got stickers? The Miami, we got the Miami Pinks here in, oh, the, wow. uh, in the old school gold. So first Dope. person that can tell me Tony Soto's favorite restaurant slash sponsor in the comments. Tell me who, tell me who it is. You get these. I'll mail them to you tomorrow. Tony Soto's restaurant of choice. Also his sp main sponsor after party location. What is it? With that said, let's bring on our third guest of the evening. Our True. guy, True. Captain. Deadpool himself, who will be one half of the co-main event on that evening. Here he is, Captain Deadpool. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's you know, going on, man? I was sweating a little bit because I thought we were going to have to fight. Can't go back on your words if you know what I'm saying. And <laughs> I told be him if he misses this, we fight. But he's here, yeah. so we're good. We're friends again. I was a little, I was a little worried too. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't want that smoke. I don't want that smoke. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. Mike got a little aggressive with the invite to Jared, and I was a little worried for his life. <laughs> He's like, you're going to be on my fucking show tonight. I'm like, Jesus, oh, dude. All right. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Down. My kids were being bad at school today, and it just, you know. <laughs> Sorry I took it out on you. Uh, so, that's all right. Dude, it's good to see you again. Thanks for coming on the show. You are one half of the co-main event. You'll be fighting Isaac Doolittle in Wichita, Kansas, BKFC 23, April yes. 8th, everybody. Yes, yes, uh, yes. You were ready to fight when we saw you down in Florida. How are you feeling right now? I feel great, man. I <clears throat> It's nice. Uh, you know, last fight was two months ago, more or less. And uh, so fight camp just basically never stopped. You know, we fought on, I think it was a Saturday last time, and then... Got back home on a Sunday, started training on Monday, and uh, it's easier to just keep going than take a break and then try and get back to your top performance level. So uh, I'm glad that they put the fights so close together. You know, this guy, uh, our boy Jay, I never pronounce his name. He's a uh, he's a loyal follower of ours. Um, Captain Deadpool loved the nickname. He says, I noticed the shirt you're wearing right there. Is that something that we can purchase or someone can, can somebody get one of those Captain Deadpool shirts somewhere? So this is like literally the first one that uh, <clears throat> was um, the prototype. Mark, yeah. So uh, <laughs> my boy, Martin Brown, his girl is, is uh, making these now. And this actually was a prototype. You know, she's like, here, this one kind of came out. Logo is a little smaller than I expected, but here's a free, Free workout shirt. Tell me what you think. And they're comfortable. So we are uh, we are getting them made soon. As soon as I uh, get a batch of them, I'll put them out there for people to uh, be able to order if they like. There you go. Hell yeah. Um, Isaac Doolittle, a formidable opponent, right? When you when we saw you down there, we asked you who you wanted. You said you didn't have an opponent, but you basically would take anybody. You said uh, 
Lorenzo, maybe Jomi. You, you mentioned a few people. I don't think you mentioned Isaac. Was that name anywhere on your radar? Had you talked about it before we saw you? Yeah, yeah. We always knew he was uh, a good possibility in the mix, you know, because he's he's got a good record, you know, and uh, put on some fun fights and stuff. So when they when they mentioned him, we were immediately on board and ready to go. Okay, and you're yeah. gonna be fighting in his hometown. Um, open scoring system. I asked Tony Soto about that. He didn't even know what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> what, what you heard about the open scoring system? <clears throat> yeah, is yeah. That something have, that you're interested in? Hasn't really been necessary yet. So, <laughs> not a, <laughs> okay. Not yeah. a, not too big a deal. I mean, that's it's kind of cool that they do it that way. But you know, I usually don't ask in between rounds if if I won that last one, you can usually, as a fighter, you can usually tell you're like, eh, either fucking, I got the better of him that round. Or he got the better of me and, you know, need to make some adjustments. So it's, I think it's kind of, it's cool for the fans though. So they can kind of tell, you know, which way is the fight headed. And I'm sure if you get in those situations where, you know, it's two and two, you're going into round five, you're like, all right, you know, these guys should put it on the line and fucking, you know, not pull any punches. Yeah, you can kind of gauge where the judges are going with their judging because sometimes it's so off, you know? You have those close fights and you think it's going one way and then somehow the judges have it the other way and you're like, oh, what the hell is going on here? So I do feel like it's good in that instance so that the fighter knows exactly what they need to do, do between the rounds. The coaches know where they need to push their fighter to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, it's kind of – I don't know how many – is that are they the only state that does this? Like I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I can't. The only state. Yeah, wow. I can't yep. think of any other ones that do it. I know that Invicta um, uses it a lot because I think they do shows in Kansas all the time. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. What's new with you, man? Anything good? You working? You still doing? Uh, you still working full time as a fireman or anything like that while you're training? Or are you taking a break for now? I took a. I'm taking a total of three months off um so i go back in middle of april so a couple weeks after my fight um so i mean it's been awesome this has been the first time in my life i've ever had a break since you know most of us start working around 15 or so and just never ever stop and that's kind of been the case so um i'm highly grateful to be able to get this break you know kind of a kind of a stress release from work and also get to put more time into training you know i can just Fucking, you know, I do two a days every day, and uh, I don't have to worry about getting up to work the next day. Now, it's got to come to an end, but it's been nice while it lasted. Well, dude, I mean, mm. if you if you go out there and and say you put on a show like you have in the last two, right? That would be three in a row for you, right? Mm-hmm. And you're you seem to be in like would you say like you feel like you're in the best shape or you're built like a fucking tank so like uh are you feeling like you're you're better than ever right like would a title run if you go through um isaac would you continue on this path to try to get yourself a title well <clears throat> you probably know this, this is a title eliminator bout so that's the game plan so winner of this definitely fights for the title next whether it be Lorenzo or Riggs, um, either one is, um, I'm down. Like, that's awesome to fight either one of them, to be, to be honest with you. So um, that one, I don't really have a preference. I just hope, you know, 
best man win. And uh, I'm glad to get the shot at him next. Has Was this promised to you from Feldman or Shook themselves? Like, did they come to you and say, listen, you win this. This is definitely a title shot. Yeah, they put it out there. I mean, uh, of course, it's all like, hey, we're going to give you some tough opponents. If you're able to make it through it, you know, mm-hmm. you get that shot, which is that's like the best part, because, you know, sometimes you see guys get a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, kind of a easy, easy run sometimes, whether it be up to them or not. Yeah. Sometimes they just get guys who just either don't perform well or don't have very good records. Um, But if you look at mine, like everybody I've fought previous to fighting me was undefeated. So nobody can say, Oh, you fought bums. Like, no, I fought some fucking tough dudes. You know what I mean? Which, and I do respect all of them. They've all been freaking stand up guys. I just, you know, training's paid off been able to uh kind of make a little bit of a some noise here so far yeah like you said you've you've uh they they served you up uh they gave you zion zion was undefeated he was a you know the he kept saying he was going to be the youngest champion Mm -hmm. um you you knocked him out then you had scott o'shaughnessy who everybody was like scott o'shaughnessy it's either going to be scott o'shaughnessy or you like mm-hmm. the, you guys are um, are two of the top guys, and and Scott O'Shaughnessy in a lot of people's eyes was like had a lot of promise and a lot, and you hit him with something that that rattled his world, man. It, like it threw him off the Earth's access for a second there. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure he was he was like kind of <laughs> his brain was brain was rattling a little bit. So now it does it does leave you and Isaac, but also yep. um, Jomi Escoboza fought that night. Also, he's seven and zero. Um, so. To be honest with you, I did not know this was a title eliminator. Mike, did you know that? I heard rumblings that it could be, but I did not know it was <clears throat> promised. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it's advertised as such. There you go. Beautiful. So that's awesome, man. Were you impressed by Jomi Escoboza that evening? Uh, I only saw part of it because I think I was out talking to you guys in the lobby. Um, but I did see the last couple rounds. And, uh, and yeah, man, he looked good. Um, you know, I... I haven't watched any of his other fights. Uh, I kind of focus on who's coming up in front of me, and I kind of knew, like, okay, it's going to be Isaac. And then after that, it's one of two other guys. Now, if it gets to a point where, you know, I win the title, and then I got to start looking who's in line to defend it against, then, you know, I'll start watching tape and maybe taking a little bit more seriously. But, uh, you know, same same thing. You know, that's obviously not an easy record to get. So I respect the guy. and. Obviously, he's done well for himself, so keep it up, man. It's one hell of a division that you're fighting in right now, I'll tell you. Yeah, man, it's There's been awesome. Yeah, ton of great fighters in that division. It really yeah. is. And, and even even one half of the main event on April 8th, uh, Mike Richmond has talked about maybe venturing up into your weight class, too, and that's another real tough opponent. So like Mike yeah. just said, 185, that, that would that, – Right around that weight class is fucking unbelievable because there's a lot of guys that can come down, a lot of guys that can go right up in that area. I love it, man. Yeah, and you're kind of like, you know, not that people can't get freaking knocked out in any weight class, but when you start hitting those these upper ones like 185 and above, it's almost guaranteed like someone's getting knocked out or someone's getting really hurt. Um, and you got to take everybody seriously, you know, whether you – might think they're skillful or not fucking this sport one lucky punch and shit gets changed so so we uh yeah we got to take it all seriously in this last event when uh tierney was fighting Riggs, 
And Tierney was bouncing all over the ring. I mean, he's that guy is is fantastic. I, I loved his performance. But in that second round, Riggs caught him with that one clean shot. That shit was so loud, knocked him on his ass. And I know he was probably thinking his head, like, holy fuck. Like, I was dominating, <laughs> but now all of a sudden I'm on my ass. Like, how the fuck did I get here? You know, and it's so true. It I'll take it so quickly. Yeah, you could not let up your freaking guard or, you know, kind of try and coast for even a second. You know, I mean, it's just definitely freaking different in the sport. Uh, what fight on this card, other than your own, are you most excited about seeing as, as like a fan of the sport? Um, let's see. Well, Tony Soto is my boy. We, uh, I met him last time the fights were here in Tampa. He's a cool guy. He's easy to get along with. I want to see him get in there and, and do it up and win. And uh, looking forward to the female fight too. Well, one of the females in the uh, in the in the chat here says, uh, "Who is this Captain Deadpool?" Anyway, that's just, uh, what, what, <laughs> she what, should know. She's been uh, she's been creeping on me a little bit. Oh, yeah. Reaper, <laughs> Reaper alert! <laughs> oh man. Um, She's going to be coming on right after you, by the way. So anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law, my friend. Yeah, good. Maybe maybe she can explain herself then because, <laughs> you know, she's been sliding in the DMs. And I'm like, hey, I appreciate it. You seem like a nice girl. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to train for a fight right now. So maybe if you can just kind of curb this till after or... If you want to have your people call my people, we can maybe have coffee or something. I totally get it, man. She's always in my DMs, too. It's crazy. Right? Yeah. yeah. She might, might have a sickness. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. How come she ain't in my DMs? What the fuck is that all about? I feel like the odd man out here, you cocksuckers. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, she makes all these. I don't know what's going on with you two, but he's so in love. She says, "Oh boy, the fucking See? Cupid's arrow has hit." She's got you caught you know, in the pit, man. You know what we call that? We call that deflecting. All right, she's taking her own feelings, deflecting them onto me, so it looks like I'm the weirdo. But we're all keen to her game, though. <laughs> Anyways, well, she's our next guest, and she's not even in the she green is, room yet. Is. So let's yep. play a game. She's with too you. busy in the comments. Too, too, too busy in the comments, shooting freaking darts. All right, well, here we go. We're gonna do a little game called uh, Matchman. This breakfast cereal mascots. You're gonna determine who's the man, the man of all fucking mascots on the cereal boxes. Right. I think I got the four most popular here. Up first, Tony the Tiger versus Captain Crunch. Uh, I eat Captain Crunch more, so I'm going to start with the cap. The cap wins. Number two. Here we go, Mike. Lucky the Leprechaun versus Buzz the Bee. Lucky the Leprechaun. Lucky also, the Leprechaun. All day. Yeah. <laughs> all Not I, even close. Yeah. Just fuck Cheerios. Because fuck yeah. Cheerios. Just yeah. fuck yeah. Like, heart I'm taking, healthy shit. I'm taking the freaking... <laughs> Sweet marshmallow breakfast over Cheerios all day. Oh yeah. Okay, so that puts Lucky the Leprechaun versus Captain Crunch in the uh, championship round. Who you got? Well, if we're going with Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries, then he wins. If we're doing just basic Captain Crunch. I got to go with the Leprechaun. So, oh, Leprechaun wins. Then he don't. He needs backup. <laughs> Have you guys yeah. ever seen um, the movie uh, Movie Forty Three? 
Yes. There's a, there's a scene in this movie where Johnny Knoxville has banged the dude that plays Stifler, Sean William Scott. He has had sex with Sean William Scott's girlfriend, and he's going to make it up to him for his birthday. And he's like, bro, I'm sorry for fucking your girl. I am going to make it up to you. I got you something very special. Come with me. And he goes downstairs, and he's got a leprechaun tied up in a chair. And he goes, you you got me a Irish midget? He goes, no, it's a leprechaun. This leprechaun <laughs> is like, I'm going to bite off your fucking dick, you cocksuckers. And he's like pistol whipping the fucking leprechaun. Oh, my God. Look it up. It's a crazy-ass <laughs> movie. It's the funniest It almost ever. makes no sense, but it's hilarious. Oh, I'm <laughs> telling you, it's, it's one of the fucking funniest scenes ever. I actually shared it on my Facebook profile on, Lepre- on um, St. Patrick's Day. On for Leprechaun Day. On Leprechaun Day. For all mm-hmm. to enjoy. Dude, I don't know what you started here, but um, Elvin Brito saying, wait, she's all up in your DMs too. Uh, Brittany Carano saying, Crystal Pittman is mine. Y'all can fuck all the way off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's fights breaking out here. <laughs> uh, wars oh, are started. Over world, wars are started. Yeah. Crystal, um, go in your messenger and accept the link that we sent you to for your invite so you could come on here and defend yourself to all these DM accusations. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, I know she, gonna... she has a tough time. She's still working on the 56 K modem through AOL. Too, so <laughs> what is this technology? Yeah. <laughs> Press yeah, these yeah. buttons. Well, dirty uncle Jerry, I'm going to start calling you. Okay, Jared. <laughs> I only, I have two friends named Jared and I call them both dirty uncle Jerry. So I'm not going to break the cycle now. Dirty uncle Jerry. Do you have anything you want to say? Shout out to the people before we let you go. Uh, well, yours. A, a couple, a couple uh, consistent sponsors that have always been with me: Foil Surfboards. Firefighter buddy of mine owns it locally here in Tampa. Makes them from hand. He's always been with me since my first fight. Uh, Epic Services. They do a type of muscular therapy that's always helped you know adjust and, and keep things helping me on me. Um, and then uh, a new one: uh, Rewire uh, Physical Therapy. Not for I'm not using it for injuries, but you can use physical therapy to make parts of your body stronger that you don't normally work out. So, uh, my buddy's, uh, been helping me with that. And, uh, and then my buddy be silly. He, he always gives me all the nutrition stuff on one stuff. So he's been awesome. But, uh, Oh, and also since we're basically like, you know, as far as crystal saying, we're kind of like hanging out or whatever weird girl, we're basically going to do me and her versus Isaac and Jessica link right tag team so you made it weird um <laughs> but <laughs> i'm uh, just proposing the indian leg wrestling the winner of majority of the fights whatever mm-hmm. way it goes buys first round of drinks oh so if they're in i'm in at the karaoke bar and at the karaoke bar. 50, then what all right new game if anybody can name the karaoke bar that jessica said that we're all going to go to and listen to tony soko soto ling uh sing fucking angel eyes whatever he was going to sing i'll give you these drop the name of that bar in the comments right now and i'll send those to your house my man we're going to go talk to the to the other half of this tag team uh we're going to let you go now so we'll see you on april 8th we love tag teams good luck man we'll see you Back right. team, back again. Check it a record. Let's begin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. Well, that's three three guests down, three yeah. awesome people so far. We're going to see all these people in Wichita. Uh, oh, Bibbs, is that it? 
Was that the one? Bibs? Is that the name of it? Bibs? She said Bibs right there. Bibs. I'm going to say that was close. I thought it was Biffs, but. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, anyway, all right. All right. All right. I'm going to send Sharissa you Sagala some. It's not Bibs. She said, okay. nope. Nope. It's not Bibs. Try again. All right. With that said, let's go ahead and bring on the, the rugged answer away. What? Nothing. Go ahead. I might have gave the answer away. Our fourth guest of the evening is the other half of the female feature fight. She is the rugged beauty. She's in somebody's DMs. Let's find out what that's all about. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Hey. So what kind <laughs> Don't tell us we're on a fucking seven second delay. Oh, uh, my God. Are we already? Yeah. You got the stupidest internet ever, always. Oh What's wrong with you? It's because where my boxing gym is. Does that help? Yeah, we all know. We all know California sucks. You have to remind me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, wait a minute. That that wasn't very delayed. You know when no, you. No, that was great. When you were turned the other way, you were kind of like you were at school, like Mike was in prison last week. <laughs> Oh my god. Did you watch our prison shows? Your prison shows now. Oh, oh what the frick? You, you know what? I hope Jessica Link fucks your ass up. <laughs> You're done with we're done no, here. You I'm don't. ending this interview now. You, I'm your I'm your number one girl. Shut up. <laughs> uh Je Jessica wants to know where the hell how the where the fuck do you still have daylight? She's in Cali. Killer Cali. I'm in Cali girl. I'm a Cali girl. He's a Cali girl. So how you feeling? Like you are now oh, making your third walk, third walk to the uh, squared circle. You um, had a nice performance in your last time out against Audra Cummings. How you feeling going into this one? I feel good. I'm excited. This is um, this is a for me. It's a really big fight for me. I'm really excited. So we've been doing my thing, keeping my head down, training, and gonna do my thing on the eighth. Are things different this time heading to this to this uh, fight as opposed to the last two? Have you made any changes? Are you training any different? Are you preparing yourself a little differently now knowing what you're going into? Yeah, I, um, you know, I actually have like a whole different, um, different set of corners. Um, I'm into my boxing coaches. I've been with uh, my boxing coach, Louie, for about a year now. Uh, and, um, so he is now going to be my permanent corner, um, from here on out. And, um, and as far as training goes, I mean, they're just, you know, repetition, we're just doing, you know, mapping out our plans and, and executing. So. Well, that sounds awesome. Are you excited about this or what? I mean, yeah, little, I'm you're excited. A little, you're, you're a little calm right now. Pumped I mean, they, Jesus, let's uh, we we <laughs> just you know what, ladies and gentlemen, we saw her down at Knuckle Mania too. We had a great That's time. Right. We, we went to a comedy show and yes. like uh, we 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 hung out with the dude from yeah from, Dead, from Deadpool, That's TJ right. Miller. That was kind of cool, right? We still keep in touch. Did I tell you that we totally still keep no. in touch? Me and TJ Miller. Oh, I heard you get in touch with a lot of people now. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what are you what are you sliding up in his DMs too? Jesus. 
How cool was that, though? We went and saw this comedy show at the Dania Beach Improv, and we watched T.J. Miller uh, from Deadpool, and he's also with the Mucinex Booger voice and all these other fucking things, Disney voices. And then just so happens that Crystal is staying in the same hotel, and he said, come see him. And then he said, wait for me after the show, and we all fucking hung out like we've known each other for years and did all sorts of shots. Right? It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah. It was so fantastic. I have the best picture that I'm posting of us three tomorrow because it's our year anniversary as friends. Oh, and it's like the, it's the cutest. It is, Mikey. I'm <laughs> so excited. I know. Take it easy, there, Jesse Spano. <laughs> Take it easy, Jesse Spano. <laughs> I'm um, so excited. I'm so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh mike mike's fucking you know I'm on, mike, hey, hey. I, i'm on those caffeine pills down <laughs> crystal did you know that mike threatened a woman's life with heat stroke when we were in florida <laughs> we were in traffic and, and this girl this girl sat at a red light she wouldn't take a left she was a woman not a oh, girl no, no. Woman sat all the way through a green light. She's on her phone like this the whole time. Doesn't take the oh. left. Makes us wait a whole nother light. Mike's like, I'm going to take this bitch out of her car, tie her to her rims, and give her heat stroke. And I never heard anybody threaten anybody with that before. <laughs> it, was, it seemed justified Mikey at the time. It's, it's, Mikey, it's super justified. He was going off that week, and it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, oh, it was a good time. I still well, have video of you That restaurant at we went to. What video I was screaming at people. <laughs> what was I saying? Car movement? It was like, yeah, it was like three o'clock in the morning. We were trying to find a damn drive through. And then me and you were heating food up at a fucking Chevron or something. Oh my God. That's right. <laughs> and you're yelling at this guy in a white, in a white, like jumpsuit or like a windbreaker or something. <laughs> That's right. I totally forgot about I that. I forgot whole about thing. that too. Because oh, nothing shit. was frigging every I, time we went somewhere, it was all closed. And I was like, now nah, I gotta settle for remember I, gas station food and we we heated up food in the damn microwave. I made that dude sell <laughs> me beer, remember? He wouldn't yeah. sell me beer. He was like, yeah. no, no, nothing after two. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. But you this gave him Florida. 20 bucks. I was like, I'll give you $20 for this 12 for this fucking <laughs> he was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> don't, don't tell nobody. <laughs> That's not nobody. Yeah, yeah so funny. What, a fucking, what a good time. You're walking out with bear if he's not supposed to be selling it. We have to tell anyone <laughs> I can see. Yeah. Oh uh, my god. Um, some lady named Debbie says Crystal's so damn cute. Love you, baby girl. And Kevin Kevin Smith shouts us out. He says, if it wasn't for you boys, we would have never met this gal. So Aww, uh, you can thank Mike and Mish for everything that you ever get ever. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. You always hear Oh, I love you, Kev. I love you, Deb. That's like my my other mama. She's like raised me since I was like 16, 15. What's up, maybe. Debbie? Hello, Debbie. Um, Crystal, <laughs> Debbie. We, we, we should talk about your fight a little bit. Um, yes. You know, you have an opponent, Jessica Link. We just talked to her a little while ago. Um, she's making her second walk to the ring, uh, to the squared circle in her hometown. She will be fighting mm -hmm. in front of her people. Um, Jared Warren just made this thing a whole new, a whole new thing. Said it's a tag team bout, you and him versus Jessica and Isaac. The uh, the the loser, uh, the with the majority loser, has to buy drinks for the other ones after the fight. I don't, did you hear this? 
No, I mean, he likes to just make these plans without telling me. <laughs> wow. Damn. Jeez. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> let's let's no, let's not get off track here. Jessica Link, uh, another tough opponent. What are your thoughts on Jessica? How do you see this fight playing out? Um. Well, I'm definitely coming in for a KO. So I, yeah, I mean that's really all I have to say. <laughs> there it is. No, I mean, give away all easy. your tips. No, what are you doing? Nice. How are you training exactly what you're going to do? Just I tell us. No one's We don't want you to do that at all. But um, Tony Locosoto has requested that you follow him <laughs> on Instagram or he's going to cry. I don't know why you're not following Tony Locosoto already, Crystal. Oh, but you better get your, <laughs> but you need to get your life together, okay? Oh, we're back. <laughs> okay. Back I'll get my life on. together. All right. Um. um you're back on your delay. Is it, is it back on? Are we back yeah. on? We're back on that on that 56k Great. modem shit. Uh -oh. Am I delayed again? Am I back? Okay. You're Am on back? that you're on that bullshit again. Hey, anyways, why don't we do this? Let's play a quick game with you, and then we'll let you get back to training because you know you got a big fight that you need to train okay. for, and and you're you're training for a knockout. So, uh, you're gonna determine the mixed drink final four. Who's the greatest mixed drink of all time? Starting with margarita versus martini. Margarita. I don't like martinis. Oh, well, fuck off. That's what I'm Mike? <laughs> Long Island iced tea versus Jack and Coke. Oh, no. I have a Jack and Coke. Okay. Jack and Coke versus margarita. What is it? Who's the winner? A Jack and Coke. Because I can be like, give me a triple shot and make that an extra triple shot. Of Jack and Coke. <laughs> there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, after the event, you guys will be uh, sharing Jack and Cokes with the Rugged Beauty and Captain Deadpool and Tony Loco Soto and Mikey and maybe even Mish. And uh, here are your sponsors at the bottom of the screen. We'll give you a minute to go ahead and shout <laughs> some people out and say say a few things. Go ahead. Um. Yeah, I got to always I got to thank you guys. You guys are like my be three best friends that anyone can have. And um, Kevin, my manager, absolutely love him. And um, all my sponsors, they're right there at the bottom. I'm kind of brain dead right now. So um, I'm going to let you guys read gallery. the bottom. But I love – there you go. Um, but I love all my sponsors. They've been so supportive through this whole journey. And um, I'm just overwhelmed with all the support from everybody and all the love from everybody. And um, – and Jared, too, if he's still in there watching somewhere. He's watching right now. <laughs> he kid. said, uh, Tony Tony Soto <laughs> saying a few things. He said, back off, Tony. Pee's on Crystal's leg. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's going off the rails. But we got a great comment section. Always the best comment section ever. Right. I love it. Always the best. He's claiming well, territory is what he's doing. <laughs> I love it so much. All right. Well. We love oh talking to you as always. We will see you April 8th. We'll probably see you on April 6th when we get out to Wichita, actually. Uh, see you very soon. Good luck in your fight. And thank you very much for coming on the show as always. We'll be looking for that awesome picture that you said you're going to post because I don't remember it. So, yeah. It's going to be the highlight of yes, my day tomorrow. I'm going to tell so you guys forget. in it tomorrow morning. All right. Thanks a lot, Crystal. I know. We'll talk to you Happy soon. anniversary, guys. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Bye. Love you guys. See, see ya. ya. 
All right, Rugged Beauty, four guests down. BKFC 23 is going to be a banger. That is four straight people that you need to be fan, fans of. If, you can, if you're not a fan of these guys, then you're watching the wrong goddamn show, motherfuckers. Yeah, get on the damn internet and follow everybody that's yeah. on this show, period. Fo- follow them all. Follow them all. Share this show. and uh, Share their stuff. It- Share their stuff. We will bring our last guest of the evening on right now. He is the other half of the co-main event. He will be fighting Captain Deadpool, who we just talked to a few minutes ago. He is Isaac Doolittle. He is Kansas's own. What's up, buddy? How are you guys doing today? Oh, we're doing great. Look at you, you studious son of a bitch in a library. Wow. Is that real? Yeah. Very. That's not like Ariel Helwani's background, right? The fake library background that he has. I mean, they, they all come out. Wow. Does one of them open up a secret door? Dude, <laughs> so I have been wanting to put that in for so long. <laughs> so um, long. That's fucking awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show tonight, man. You got a big showcase show coming up. Co-main event title eliminator against Jared Warren, Captain Deadpool. Um, two awesome fighters going to put on a hell of a show. How excited are you about this opportunity to, uh, you know, co-main a uh, co-main in your hometown and also um, fight for a possible title shot? Yeah, we did it. Uh, I did it last time, uh, October twenty third, something like that. Uh, it was co-main event, and it was it was fun. It's going to be exciting to do it again and, and, and number one contender shot, but we'll, we'll see on that. Last time I won, they took me down two notches. Yeah. The last one uh, you fought, who the hell did you fight in that last one? Jay Jackson. Oh, Jay, Jay Jackson. That's right. Yep. Jay Jackson, tough guy, um, friend of the show as well. Uh, was That was your third time out there, right? That puts you at 3-0 and and bare knuckle. You're feeling pretty comfortable in this sport, I would say. Yeah, uh, everybody used to make fun of me for uh, for not knocking Boss Hog out, and Boss Hog was old, and Boss Hog doesn't hit hard, and then he goes and he uh, breaks a guy's jaw so bad that he gets it wired shut in two rounds. Mm-hmm. And then and then he just beat Yuli Diaz in MMA. Right? So, yeah, Boss Hog's a monster. Yeah, nice and then guy. we had, oh yeah, Super I love nice that. Guy. I love that dude. And then we have Jay Jackson who hits like a freight train. So we we had exchanges. He split my eye open like thirty seconds into the first round. Right, you got to be impressed with your your next opponent as well, though. He's a you know big, tall, uh, lanky opponent, but throws power from distance. Man, he's a he's a fucking tough dude. Um, that dude has a terrible nickname. I love dead, but that is not his nickname. He should be called Captain Concussion. I've heard it once and it sticks. <laughs> Captain Concussion. That's yep, the one. brain rattler. That that man sent uh, Sean, or Scott O'Shaughnessy into orbit. That's what I'm saying. I said it earlier. He got knocked off the Earth's axis. You could say all those, all the, you know, into the shadow realm. I'm telling you, that knockout was so it was so like strange because it was almost like a delayed reaction. Right, right. He hit him. Sean's 
I mean, uh, Scott's brain like moved around a little bit and then stopped moving enough for him to realize that he needed to get the fuck down. It was it was something. I'm pretty sure he had an out of body experience and then just crashed into it to his knee. That was that was an impressive display. It was very impressive. And you know what? You know what else is impressive? Your fan base. Look at this. What a you've got a fan and the hero. Look at this. Quentin, Quentin Hero Harry. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. That's fan. what I'm talking about. I mean, come I, on. I love you too, That's Quentin. Impressive. <laughs> Do you know I, Quentin? I have no, this is the first time I think we've ever interacted, but uh Jess, awesome. I know you're watching this. Be scared. Be Quentin's scared. a very handsome man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, after this show, your whole life could change. I mean, you could just <laughs> apparently apparently we've got some sort of tag team going on with Crystal Pittman and Jared Warren. Thanks for that uh that karma. I'm... Looks like Mike Richmond isn't gonna be the only one who has OnlyFans as a sponsor, huh? <laughs> oh no, they put they pay me money to put clothes back on, honey. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. Oh. I do so so gonna go off of you know we're gonna get away from some funny stuff for one second because i have to ask you and i don't know if you've ever answered this maybe you have what happened with the byb thing oh okay oh yeah yeah. so i verbally agreed to fight because we've been waiting on bkfc been waiting on him been waiting on him and byb offered me a title fight and it was against Joey D'Angelo when Joe Me had vacated his belt. So I was going to be like a month step in to, to go for the title. However, Joey had signed not one, but two contracts with BKFC. And both of them had no compete clauses in them. So there was an injunction placed on him less than like 48 hours after. Because I only did a verbal agreement. They weren't supposed to put my face on the posters. Oh. But they did. And BKFC put an injunction to stop the fight. And I told him, because he was pressuring me to sign a contract, and I said, if you can guarantee me Joey D'Angelo, I'll fight him because I'm a man of my word. As soon as I say I will, I'll go fight him. However, BKFC is now offering me a better contract. They're wanting me at the Wichita show. They want me for a number one title contender. They're a much bigger organization. I'm going to go with them unless you can give me Joey D'Angelo because I promised you guys. They couldn't. They couldn't. They were wanting to to base. Because they knew Joey couldn't fight because he was under contract, so they were doing a whole switch. What do you think about these, like the non-compete clauses? Um, I've heard different stories from different people. Um, are they as long? I've heard, I heard somebody say there was like a two-year non non-compete, a one-year, a six-month. Like, what is it different for everyone or like what is the longest non-compete clause that you've seen in a contract? I don't know. I, my, my personal contracts haven't had okay. uh, multiple fight contracts nor non-compete. Um, everybody usually signs a three fight contract with the BKFC. We haven't because, well, we started knock or we started winning fights and they were wanting to, to pay me the exact same rate. And I'm, you're, you're making me fight guys that are infinitely better. I need to. I need a little bit of recompense for getting my brain rattled a bit. Nah, man. Well, that's that's interesting. I, it's funny how they put you on the poster before a contractor's even signed. That's a. That's not the first time I've heard that happening lately. In the last year or two, uh, quite a few companies have been going off of a off of a, you know, a verbal a verbal agreement, and they're kind of like shooting themselves in the foot because fucking two weeks later, someone 
pulls out of negotiations mm-hmm. or something like this happens and it's really not a good look but and then they got to answer a bunch of goddamn questions you know oh yeah so i was uh, they've been i've seen a few comments that i ran scared and this and that and okay <laughs> well man you're back in your uh are you you're from wichita as well i'm from manhattan so it's a, it's a little bit away it's just about two and a half hours away yeah, I've been um, to Manhattan a couple of times. There's like, uh, there's a college over there, right? There's a college. That's and, pretty much all that's there, and the, the yeah. whole city is based around that college. The college and a mall. I had to yep. work at Fort Riley for a couple of weeks, uh, upgrading software on some oh, black helicopters, and you know, it wasn't too bad, honestly. I thought it was going to be a little bit crazy. I think there was, uh, what's that pasta factory over there, Barilla or something? Is that what it is? I don't. Yeah, there's like a pasta factory over there. I, ran I know for. Russell Stover's is down here. Wasn't a bad place. You I were was ex- out there at one o'clock in the morning doing the robot and shit drunk, you know? You were expecting <laughs> uh, to get game. mugged by like the, the lollipop guild or the munchkin yeah. gang. <laughs> there were some wild ass storms there, I'll tell you that. Oh, man. Mike, how was the Wi-Fi at Fort Riley? Was um, it better than it- that dump you were at last week? Well, yeah, man, because I was a freaking platinum member of the Marriott, son. Oh, okay. I got the little bag with chips in it and the little half fucking water for free. <laughs> and high-speed internet for free. Come at me. Uh, man, um, how would you say, what would you say about the uh, BKFC as a whole? Like, um, you, you, you said you went and you talked to BYB and then you ultimately came back to BKFC. Is there a huge different difference in the way the two uh, companies operate as far as negotiations go or not, not too much different? My manager uh, was the one doing the talking with them. I'm, I'll literally hop in the ring with uh, Mike Tyson for a thing of Smarties. So I'm not the person to be on a, on a, uh, a negotiation. He does all my stuff because he'll actually get me what uh, what he thinks I should get. Um, but I was excited because it's the Trigon. I got midget arms. Uh, Captain Concussion is long armed, and this is literally going to be a, a a range battle. Have you ever seen that T Rex with the little extendo grabby claws? That's me. <laughs> I I need those. It's gonna be so, like a Tyson Holyfield kind of. I think Tyson had longer range. It's going to be more like a small child versus a grown man. <laughs> but the Trigon had those 60-degree corners that I could just pin him into the corner, and then he can't really go anywhere. So I was super excited about that. This is a circle that I have to chase Dalsim around. <laughs> yeah, dude, hit him in the nuts. you get one free pass. Yeah. Oh, well, I have to jab up. Uppercut. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, this is going to be a fun one, man. This is going to be a fun event. You, you and Jared and and Jessica and Crystal, all very entertaining people. You got Tony Soto on there. You got Mike Richmond against fucking Dave Rickles. What a hell of a main event to be co-maining with. Um, really, really good. Good talking to you. Good having you on here. Uh, we're gonna play a little game with you because we're doing this all month, all March long. Your sponsors are at the bottom, and you're going to determine Adam Sandler's greatest movie out of his final four. First one up, Billy Madison versus Big Daddy. Which one moves on to the championship? I got to go with Big Daddy. Ooh, Big Daddy. Happy Gilmore or Waterboy? 
Oh, you had to put Waterboy up. Yeah, it's Waterboy. Okay, Waterboy versus Big Daddy. Who you got? You can't beat a classic of Waterboy, especially when I got Captain Insano powerbombed in one of my fights. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Captain Insano. Oh man, awesome! You, I was, I was like trying to come up with the the top four to put up in there, and like people at work were like, "What about, what about Mr. Deeds? What about Little Nicky? What about you, Wedding Singer?" I'm like, man, there's so many to choose from. I just had yep. to fucking narrow it down. You <laughs> laugh, but uh, I fought. On uh, on 18 hours notice, I fought a Super Bowl. Uh, I think he was a fullback for Tampa Bay. Um, what was his name? <coughs> Kevin. Recently? No, it was it was probably about three years ago. Okay. And I took it on something like 18 hours. I literally was taking a nap before my shift at, at my night job, and the guy <laughs> called me and goes, "There's a back out. You want to fight? Was it the dude who traveled from St. Croix? Yeah." fine do you want to know what weight how much you're going to get paid no i'll be there tomorrow and this dude was huge he had to duck to get in the cage and i'm sitting there looking at him like what did i get myself into and he's the one that gave you the captain and captain insano i shot in and took him and he grabbed me around the waist lifted me straight up and down i'm holding on to his knee and he went to drive me down, and my knees settled down, and I got the takedown. But I saw my life flash before my eyes, and I heard in the back, like in the back of my head, Captain Thanos throws no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome! You're a fucking madman taking the like. I love it. I actually love it. But you're also insane. I'm. I'm sure you haven't been told that before. There is a fine line between courageous and stupid, and I pretty much leapt. All the way across. Oh, I was gonna say you straddle it. No, you're over. No, no, I got, I, I got, uh, I got clipped in the middle and kept running. Well, dude, we are very excited to see you fight, um, Jared Warren. We'll, we'll call him Captain Concussion for you. Uh, we'll let you say a few things before we let you get out of here. We put your sponsors at the bottom there, and if you want to give us a, uh, a prediction on what we should expect in this fight, go right ahead. I think either one way or the other, there's going to be a knockout in either round one or round three by him or by me. And that's my prediction. I want to thank all my sponsors. I want to thank my coach for getting me this far. I want to thank my manager, uh, my coach, Marcus Barrett, my manager, uh, Sim the Sam Squatch, and Jess for apparently getting us into this karaoke thing this is all your fault i'm blaming you <laughs> she's busting your balls in the uh in the comments about the length of your arms she said uh where the fuck was it she said something back a little ways i lost it but then she says it gets annoying i have to hand them things all the time <laughs> it's true i'll be over there visiting her and i'm sitting there with a coffee cup trying to jump and she's like Ugh, fine <laughs> <laughs> she's she's got a bulldog and we'll literally like butt heads and just what are you two doing we're having a meeting leave us alone you're like you're like i'm being juggernaut in in uh poncho the goat that's what you're doing i don't know if you saw that today but lorenzo hunt and this goat were uh we're having a headbutt competition sort of like you and her bulldog oh man <laughs> That sounds more painful. The bulldog's yeah, got like fluffy that. face. 
if that no show shit. ever decided to just say, you know what, fuck all this stupid human shit and just fucking bam, dude, like he would be done for. And there's a spine, there's paraplegics, he's in a wheelchair, it's yeah. it's over. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a it's a yeah. crazy game. Though right knowing Lorenzo Hunt, he just might do the same thing back. Yeah. Yeah, that man's, man's a monster. Or he could be moved around by remote control for the rest of his life. One or the other. That monster could be the guy that you run into after Jared Warren. Just remember that. That's Keep correct. that in the back of your head, too. That's oh, awesome. yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Literally, I told uh, I told Jess if there's a possible of me winning, after this, I'm going to have to take two sticks from the parent trap and be like, Lorenzo, go monster hunting. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be awesome. It's going to be like playing Elden Ring. I may not win, but I'm going to keep on trying. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, buddy. Well, thank you very much for coming on tonight. You're a great guest. And uh, we can't wait to see you fight on April 8th. Everybody go check him out. Do you have, uh, I'll put your Instagram stuff back up there. Um, You have a referral code on your Instagram as well? I do. It's in my uh, description. There you go. So if you're not going to make it out to Wichita to see it live, get on the app. Use the referral code and help these fighters out. With that said, my man, thank you very much for coming on, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, and get your tickets from me, not Jess. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here. Do yeah. a little. Jess said not get them Link. from her, not Dave. So it's like, see, don't get them from Dave. Don't get them from Jess. To get them from me. I'm the yeah, last right. one on the line. There you go. Hit them up, everybody. Thanks a lot, man. Have a good night. Take care. Later. Later. Man, what a fucking awesome show tonight, man. I love all these people. Wonderful. I love oh, it. Man. I love it so much. Good people. Uh, great, great lineup of fights, man. Unbelievable. We have um some more some more fighters from this card coming on next Wednesday. I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah, if yeah. uh if I did I tell you? I you told me, yeah. Okay. We got Mike Richmond. We also have Steve O'Morris coming on, and uh, we're working on a couple more people. We might do the same format as we did tonight, mm -hmm. maybe mm -hmm. knock out four or five guests, keep them short and sweet, and have a good time with everybody. Um, nobody won any stickers tonight. and uh, Yeah, what the hell, sticker people? Dude, it was Casa Azul, you fucking stunads. I know, what the hell? Oh, and by the way, we didn't do a stunad of the week this week. I was busy at work, but um, I'm going to go ahead and name one. There's one major stew nod. One major stew nod. Okay, Jorge Masvidal. I'm I'm saying this right now. Jorge Masvidal wins stew nod of the week this week. Why? Because, you know, oh, your wife just nominated somebody. But let me just say this real quick. <laughs> She's two. Let me, let me just let me just nominate this right quick, right quick. Jorge, the street shit. Is cool. It's a cool fucking thing. You are from the streets. Everybody mm -hmm. knows you're from the streets. You came from street fighting. You're a G. But there comes a time in life where you need to fucking wake up and realize that you are a multi-million dollar guy now, right? You own businesses. You have a liquor company and you have a couple fight companies. You cannot run up on a re in a restaurant or in front of a restaurant and sucker punch someone I, I know it's Colby, and I know he probably deserved to get punched in his mouth a couple times, but you had an opportunity to do that in the in the octagon, you know, last week or the week before, whenever the fuck that was. You had 25 minutes to do that to him. Now you are jeopardizing your fucking career, 
your bank account, you are facing felony charges, you're a fucking stunad. If I've yeah. ever seen one, that shit that is that shit isn't a 19 year old it ain't gonna help him if the custody thing if everything that colby said about his custody and all that is not gonna help any i'll tell you that i just think that uh yeah i just think that i get that he fucking hates colby covington i yeah. do yep. and i get that these guys say a lot of shit that pisses each other off and whatnot yep. but i don't know what he said about his kids he said don't talk about my kids I don't think he ever talked about the kid. I talked about, I think he talked about him as a father to the talked kid. about child support. And how yeah. he, was his half he talked his about Jorge as a father to the kids. I don't know exactly what the fuck I can't remember, but either way, running up on someone and sucker punching them twice in the mouth in front of a crowd of fucking people is gotta be the dumbest goddamn thing he could have fucking done. Unbelievable. I don't know. I don't. I for me, that's my fucking student out of the week. Mike has a two-year-old that he's gonna uh, uh, that he's gonna no nominate. And if you're not gonna um, if you're not gonna put the picture up on the screen, I have you it. Should, you should read it. Or, I yeah, have it. Put it up and then read it to the people. I could bring it up. Okay. So basically, my daughter, she's two. Uh, she's uh, what I'm gonna call a COVID kid. You know, those kids that stay inside <laughs> that don't meet any people for two years while they're developing their brain. Well. <laughs> Guess what? My kid is a little... I've said this before on the show. And I don't think people awesome. realize. Look, I have two daughters. I have a five-year-old that is extremely tall. Like, tallest kid everywhere. Taller than seven-year-old. She's a girl. She's fucking very tall. This two-year-old will fucking throw her around like she's a ragdoll. She's a, she's a vicious beast. She is an adrenaline junkie. She hangs from high places on purpose and, and doesn't care and pulls herself back up. She is not afraid of danger. And I'm telling you, she's going to take over. It's like Toy Story 3. You know, the, to the toys take over take one over. of them. She's right. taking over this room. I'm telling this is you. It's insane. I so love it. So today, I come home Read and. <laughs> We have this note from, okay, she's two and a half, okay? She's got this note of all these things. So at 10 to 10, 15, she ran around the room dumping out all the toys and climbed on shelves, okay? <laughs> at 10.30, she took the toys out of friends' hands and ran around the room and would not give them back. At 11 o'clock, as they were lining up to go outside, she opened the door and just went outside by herself, said, fuck it, I ain't waiting for this shit. I'm the boss. <laughs> at 11.25, Bristol ran into the other classroom and started playing without adults. So, you know, that's her classroom. She's taking over the other classroom, too. During nap time. <laughs> this is the best one. She stole friends stuffies instead of laying down. <laughs> so she just went around and stole everyone's shit and kept it for herself. <laughs> and then she was throwing sand at friends on the playground at 3.30. But, I mean, they're friends. So does it really matter? I have to say, though, I am proud. She was very good from nap time to 3.30. So, Bristol, you're the best, you know? Good job. Daddy's proud of you. Dude, I love it. What I a love kid. that so much. Oh my God. She's a fucking cutest trip. little kid ever, but she's it, there's that, no middle with her. There is she's either very, very, very sour or very sweet. There's no dude. You between. sent me that picture, right? He sends me this picture of the note from the school. And I read it to my boys who are seven and ten. And my fucking seven-year-old was like crying, laughing. He thought it was the funniest shit he's ever heard in his life. And then he made me read it to him again. <laughs> he was like, read it again, read it again. <laughs> <laughs> Stealing them stuffies.
Oh man. Awesome dude. Fucking awesome. I love it. A great show tonight. Thank you very much to Tony Loco Soto, Jessica Link, Jared Warren, Crystal Pittman and Isaac Doolittle. You guys were all fucking great tonight. Great guests, great fighters. Tune in April 8th, BKFC 23, Wichita, Kansas. We will be there. We're excited. I can't fucking wait to get there. With that said, Mike, what do you got? I just want to give a shout out to Edgar Correa. Good job on graduating SLC, my friend. It was great to get to know you. New buddy of mine. There you go. And with that said, man. Peace. Peace.